Hi, and welcome to Foundation Forward, a podcast series about generosity, brought to you by the Anglican Foundation of Canada. Foundation Forward invites Canadians to talk about generosity, why it's important, and how they express it. I'm your host, Chris Dawes. In Foundation Forward, we're digging a bit deeper into the idea of generosity, from the duty we sometimes think it to be, to the amazing things it unlocks in us and those around us, and the joy and the calling it has become for some remarkable people like you and me. Thank you for joining us. Foundation Forward was created during the COVID-19 pandemic of 2020 by Canon Judy Royce, the Anglican Foundation's Executive Director. The Anglican Foundation has for more than 60 years provided over $30 million in financial support for church reconstruction and renovation, theological education, and imaginative ministries from coast to coast to coast. During the pandemic, we are continuing to invite donations and continuing our twice-per-year grant cycle in which we accept applications for funding. We encourage you to continue to give as you're able. Our guest this month is Napanee, Ontario-based award-winning writer and communications professional Michelle Hauser. Michelle's nearly 20 years' experience in the not-for-profit sector has included contributions to the National Post, the Globe and Mail, the Anglican Journal, CBC Radio, and serving the Anglican Church of Canada in a variety of professional and volunteer capacities. Most recently, she serves on the Anglican Foundation of Canada's Board of Directors. On Foundation Forward this week, Michelle shares a revelation arising from what she calls the case of the uncooked pizza. That the generosity her parents had taught her and that we all strive to cultivate in ourselves and our children had somehow become very transactional. That is, tied up in the rewards we see, or at least hope to see, coming back to us. Let's listen. About five years ago, my parenting took a dramatic turn. I promised myself and my family to have fewer hysterical outbursts, to be more level-headed, and to simply ask more questions. As a result, I've grown much closer to my son, and our home is more peaceful and tranquil than ever before. Plus, I've discovered rational discovery versus yelling and screaming to be much less stressful when getting to the heart of the process breakdowns that plague family life. Why were you late for school? Oh, I forgot what time it was. Why did the dog poop on the floor? I forgot to walk him. What's that horrible smell coming from your backpack? I forgot to hang up my bathing suit. Now don't think for a second that I've been fooled by I forgot. Far from it. It's just that my cool-headed mama strategy was a long-term investment. It needed some time to pay dividends. Today, at nearly 14 years of age, no longer fearing his mother's bad temper, my son has grown quite weary all on his own of playing the forgetful card. A few weeks ago, in getting to the bottom of the case of the uncooked pizza, Joe made no attempt to play dumb. Yes, he knew that pizzas don't cook themselves. Yes, he was aware that I was on a Zoom call and couldn't put the pizza in the oven myself. Yes, he knew the oven was hot and was ready to receive the pizza. 
Yes, he knew there where the oven mitts were, and moreover, how to use them. And no, he was not afraid to facilitate the pizza transfer. What on earth was the problem, then I asked. My generosity ended at the pepperoni, he said. And there it was. The boy who will soon be a man is finally taking baby steps towards discovering the truth. See, in my rush around the kitchen that morning, having managed the pizza crust, sauce, and cheese in between Zoom meetings, I'd only asked Joe to do the pepperoni, to sow the seed, not reap the harvest. Even though he knew there was a critical next step in the process and had the time and talent to take that step and would later benefit tremendously from having been the one to take it, Joe's generosity ended at the pepperoni. Doing the bare minimum was the unfortunate result. The pizza remained uncooked. I've always considered the act of going the extra mile, taking the next best step to fill the void when there is a void to be filled, to be a pillar of a strong work ethic. In some of my earliest childhood memories, my parents were very adamant about this. At almost every opportunity, they trained me and my sister to become keen observers of the world around us, to always be on the lookout for ways to be helpful, to go well beyond whatever basic task we might have been asked to do. The goal was often to impress people with our industriousness, which we frequently did, How could it have been otherwise? Two little Thomas the Tank engines, full steam ahead on the Protestant work ethic track, proving their worth to the world through usefulness beyond their years. My parents may have understood that a spirit of generosity might indeed grow out of this process, but the impression I left childhood with was that the extra mile was much more transactional. Learning to go above and beyond for others would be rewarded by increased employability, popularity, and quite possibly, when I was older, an extra zero or two on a paycheck. I sought to be useful in all of my activities the same way I sought to get good grades in school for accolades and pats on the head that would be evidence of having one favor in the world. In the process of raising a child together, my husband and I have lots of conversations about work ethic and the importance of our son investing today in habits that will make the prospect of employability tomorrow a little more likely. But it's a hand we must be cautious not to overplay. Helping to deliver to the world a young man with an attitude of generosity, one that is attentive and responsive to the world around him, is a spiritual calling that we will have helped to raise a productive member of society, whatever that means today, will, with God's help, flow naturally as a result. I certainly do hope my son will have a strong work ethic. I mean, if he spends any time in an actual pizza shop, being able to place the pizzas with all their assorted toppings into an oven will be a truly valuable skill. But I, I really love that generosity is the lens through which he currently views his contributions, that he sees the difference between using his time and talents to serve others versus winning their approval. These days, when we do chores, generosity is our new code word. This morning, I asked him if his generosity had stopped at stacking the leaf bags. Yes, they'd made the journey from the truck to the barn, where, sadly, they wound up in a great jumble scattered across the floor. I did stack them neatly, Joe explained, but then they fell over and, yeah, I didn't feel generous enough to stack them again. 
For my part, there was no screaming or yelling, no histrionics about the many jobs he won't be able to hold down later in life because he can't shepherd a simple task to a neat and tidy completion. Instead, I just winked and nodded and left him alone to find his way to the on-ramp of the extra mile. It's always there for the taking if the heart is willing. A few minutes later, I watched him head off to the barn to finish the job generously. That was writer and communications professional Michelle Hauser, and you've been listening to Foundation Forward, a podcast series about generosity. Thanks to Michelle and her family for dropping by our ongoing study and celebration of generosity. And thanks to you for listening and supporting the Anglican Foundation's vital work across the beautiful country we've been given. Our offices are closed, but you can visit us on the internet at anglicanfoundation.org, where you can get in touch, find out all about our work, and, of course, make your donation. You can also email us at foundation at anglicanfoundation.org. Foundation Forward is produced monthly by the Anglican Foundation of Canada, and you can download or listen to its episodes anytime on our website. Or why not subscribe through Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get yours. We'll be back next month. Until then, I'm Chris Dawes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>